there's fire in every living thing. Hello, and today we are returning, uh, I guess, welcome back to League Lore and more, and we are almost wrapping up our Ixtal series, just another week of this one after today. Uh, and today uh, will be a first because we are doing the most recently released champion in the game. So, um, what I mean by it being a first is just that we're going to have the most recent, uh, data, or data, I guess, lore, um, it, that is out there in the world. Uh, this champion is called Milio. Uh, a lot of people say Milo, um, M-I-L-I-O. Uh, I've never really learned how it's pronounced, um, definitively. Um, I think you can pronounce it either way you want, um, I say Milio. He is a supporter. Support. He's an enchanter support uh, slash mage. He's only ever been played support in the six weeks that I've seen him uh, since he's been out. He was released back in March. He uh, is a healer slash, um, I guess, savior isn't a class, but he gets you out of sticky situations. Um, his, and he's also just kind of like a, um, he's almost like a character out of Coco, the Disney movie, is what he looks like appearance wise. Um, his abilities, his, uh, passive fired up, um, just, when he uses abilities on himself or on champions, um, they get enchanted uh, for four seconds and they do extra damage uh, to enemies. Uh, his Q is called Ultra Mega Fire Kick. Uh, he kicks a fireball down a direction uh, that stuns the first enemy it hits and then bounces and uh, does a bit of damage in an explosion area after it, it bounces from stunning the target. Uh, his W is called Cozy Campfire. Uh, he summons a what's called a Fuemigo at the uh, any Spanish speakers, I guess we'll know what that word means, uh, at a target location, or he can do it directly on an allied champion. And it lasts for six seconds and it increases their attack range, and it also heals them uh, a few times each second over the duration. Uh, his E is called Warm Hugs. It is basically just a shield and movement speed buff uh, for an ally or himself. And then his ultimate is called Breath of Life, and uh, he explodes as in like not literally just explodes like he <laughs> he basically like goes up in in flames in healing and cleansing himself and uh, any nearby allies um of any 
uh, crowd control they're experiencing and granting them tenacity. So he, you know, if your whole team gets um, put to sleep by like Lilia or stunned by somebody like multiple people do, like he can just cleanse all that so that they're no longer uh, affected by it, which is a, a pretty powerful ability. Um, but yes, Milia is the newest champion in League of Legends, uh, so we will hear some from the newest sounds of League of Legends as well, and uh, see what the lore writers have been uh, kicking up for uh, his story here. And yeah, I think um, I think he's someone who is definitely going to be very popular based on the things that he does. Uh, I don't see him that... Well, I've seen him a lot. He, he gets banned a lot, but I've also played enough games against him where people, I feel like, still struggle understanding how best to play him, and so they end up dying all the time. Uh, whereas if someone's playing kind of another typical like support enchanter like uh, Sorak or something, they kind of know the limits of where they can position and where they can't uh, in order to stay alive and keep healing and protecting their team. Uh, I think uh, when people play him, they... I think have a false sense of security a little bit uh, before they, but you know, at this point, six weeks in, nobody's truly mastered the champion yet. Uh, well, I mean, some people probably have, but the vast majority of people haven't. So uh, they're going to just be, you know, feeding and, and not making him look super strong, even though uh, over time he will eventually probably be, one of the stronger supports just due to the AOE cleanse and heal and, and that sort of thing. But um, that'll do it for the intro. We will hop in to the bio and the story. Uh, I hope you all learned something and uh, yeah, hope you enjoy it. Fire burns, but it doesn't have to hurt. Milio the Gentle Flame Milio's story began generations ago with his grandmother Lupe and her twin sister Lune, two elemental masters who wove their respective earth and fire axioms together to overcome the Vidalian's trials and join the Yuntal. But after Lune was caught plotting against the Yuntal, both sisters were convicted of her crime and punished as twins. Lupe was banished to the farthest reaches of Ixtal, and Lune all but vanished, taking with her the last of Lupe's trust. By the time Ilio was born, his family had done all they could to make the best of their new lives. He knew only love and laughter, and to him, life in the village was paradise. What more could they ever need? When Milio was old enough, Lupe tried to teach her grandson the Axiomata. Where the rest of her family had failed her, Milio showed promise and took to the elements naturally, but struggled to grasp, grasp the rules and rigidity of the discipline. 
Disappointed, Lupe gave up hope, abandoning Milio's teachings. Milio, however, continued to learn on his own. Away from the guidance of his grandmother, he abandoned the restrictions she had tried to impose on him. Studying nature itself, he intuited his own set of rules and eventually mastered fire, the one axiom his grandmother wouldn't teach him. But something bothered Milio about fire. Did it have to be so destructive, especially when he saw the potential for it to do more? The answer revealed itself one night while Milio was chasing the glow of summer fireflies. They led him to one of the village's hunters who was injured and unable to move. Milio tried to keep her stable with his fire axiom, but it wasn't enough. Knowing the village healer was too far, he tried desperately to adapt the axiom into a force that could heal. As he placed his hands on the hunter's stomach to support her wound, he felt a flicker of warmth. It was so familiar and soothing, like he was touching her soul. Her inner flame. Then Milio began to feel that same flame within himself. He could feel it within the trees, within the leaves, as if each part of the jungle was coming to life like a cozy bonfire. Focusing all of his energy into that feeling, he used that nature, what nature had taught him to manifest that fire. What emerged was a creature, small and timid, with wide, friendly eyes. Milio placed it on the hunter's wound and felt the creature, his inner flame, heal her from the inside out. That night, he discovered an entirely new axiom, which he affectionately named Soothing Fire. Milio ran home to show his family what he'd done. Before their eyes, he manifested another soothing flame that danced happily in the palm of his hand. His Fuemigo and his family celebrated. Grandmother Lupe, however, was unsettled by this achievement. Seeing Milio's mastery of the axiomata at such a young age, Lupe knew that her grandson had done what the rest of the family failed to do. With his abilities, he could finally end their exile and restore them to their rightful place among Ixal's ruling caste. However, she was troubled by his fascination with fire and how his burgeoning skills went against their traditional teachings of the axiomata. Despite this, Lupe threw everything into her last chance at redemption. Milio became her sole focus as she nurtured and shaped his abilities, preparing him to leave home, travel to Ixalcan, and finally free her from the burden of her sister's failures. Milio felt this weight upon his shoulders, and the thought of leaving home of his on his own terrified him. But because Milio loved his family more than anything, he would find the courage if it meant ensuring their happiness. In preparation for the journey, he and his grandmother fashioned a special backpack that Milio called his Fernacita, inside of which he could keep his ever-burning Fuemigo. Then, with a heavy heart and a wide smile, Milio, at only 12 years old, left his village behind, outfitted with only his trusty Fernacita and some new clothes made by his family. He traveled the entirety of Ixtal, forging his way through the jungle, camping underneath the stars and making friends along the way all while sending frequent letters home that detailed his exciting adventures. After a long journey, Milio finally made it to Ixalcan, where he's since begun his training to challenge the Vidalian. The boy with the soothing flames has caught the eye of more than a few, including Lune, currently imprisoned beneath the city and biding her time. Even Milio notices the whispering that accompanies him around the city, but his focus is on joining the Yuntal in making his family proud. This is the farthest I've ever been from home. Milio's story is called Milio's Super Special Adventure Reports by Elise Lemoyne. 
Greetings, family. It is I, Milio, with my first official adventure report. I can't believe it's been three whole days since I left home. I made it safely to my first village, and I'm ready to sleep in a real bed tonight. No more jungle floor. I can smell dinner, too. Mm. But your cooking is way better, Mama. Yours, too. When I got to the village, your letters were waiting for me. I miss you all so much. How's cousin Javi? Is Thomason helping Papa with the farm? How are the animals doing? Cousin Jamie, I can't believe your and Salvador's baby is coming soon. How is she doing? Tell me everything. Also, Luca, you're not allowed to get married until I get home, okay? Anyway, I bet you're all wondering about my journey. Well, guess what? Your favorite Milio has become super tough and rugged camping under the stars. The jungle isn't as scary as it looks, especially when I have my Fuemigos to keep me warm at night. Plus, now I don't have to share my bedroom anymore. The Fuemigos are doing really well. My Fernacita is keeping them nice and cozy, and they've done so much good work, lighting my path and even healing little jungle critters. Omele Lupe, I've been practicing my axiom every day, and I'm getting stronger, just like you told me. The Vidalian won't stand a chance. This is the farthest I've ever been from home, but every day has been new and exciting. I'm doing really well, too, by the way. I already made three new friends in the village, and we're eating together tonight. Speaking of, I gotta go eat. My Fuemigos and I are starving. I'm leaving again tomorrow morning, but I'll write you as soon as I reach the next village. Love you all. My next letter is coming soon. The tough and rugged Milio. Letter 2. Hi family, it's Milio again. Safe in the next village and ready to tell you all about my newest adventures. Thank you all for your letters. I wish I could write more often. Maybe I could train one of my Fuemigos to deliver my letters for me. Can they even travel that far? Let's find out. So, Cousin Isabella was injured? How's she doing? I bet she'll be back on her feet in no time with one of Cousin Junot's poultices. Auntie Alba, I wish I could hear your new songs. I bet the whole village loved them. Oh, you'll never guess who I met today. Okay, so picture this. I was wandering through the jungle when I saw an injured kitten. It was so cute and soft and fluffy and it needed my help. So my Fuemigos and I jumped into action and healed it. I got so many cuddles and it was purring so much. We were napping in a sunspot when Nidalee found us. You remember the stories about the Kastaji queen, right? About how she's half woman, half cat, and half ghost. How she stalks the jungle at night, waiting to pounce on kids out past their bedtime? Well, her real name is Nidalee, and she's the best ever. Definitely not a scary ghost who eats kids. Actually, she doesn't even like people that much, but she can turn into a cat. Isn't that amazing? Omele Lupe, I think you'd really like her. She's super strong, just like you. She didn't really like me at first, but I won her over, so she let me travel with her pack for a little bit because I helped one of her kittens. She taught me they're called Pakiti, and the Kashtaji are actually called Paka. It was really fun getting to travel with Nidalee and her pack. We're kind of like a pack, right? We might not be Paka, but we have each other. It would be fun if we were traveling together, too. Also, cuddle puddles. I hope I see Nidalee again. If you ever see her, say hi for me. She might seem distant at first, but she's actually super sweet. Time for me to go. The village is having a bonfire tonight, and I want to check it out. Love you all. Milio, the Honorary Paca. Letter 3. Hi, family. It's Milio again. I miss you all a ton. You miss me too, right? I'm so glad I got your letters. 
Hearing that you what you've all been up to makes me really happy, almost like you're traveling with me, and it gives me something to look forward to when I reach each stop on my way to Exalcan. I definitely needed them today. When I got to the village last night, there was a lot going on. A bunch of people were hurt pretty bad. Luckily, me and my Fuemigos were there to help, but one person didn't make it. His family told me there wasn't anything I could have done, that I did so much and made his last moments warm, but I should have been able to save him. I guess it was pretty amazing helping everyone and showing them just how comfy and cozy fire can be. My Fuemigos love being in the spotlight too, and I helped a lot of people. Oh, Cousin Jamie, Salvador, I read about your baby. I'm so happy for you. I wish I could be there to meet her. Tell her all about Uncle Emilio, okay? And give her a bajillion kisses and cuddles for me until I get home. Lupe, I'm sorry. Next time, I'll do better, I promise. I'm going to go now. I want to check on everyone before I leave. Love you all, Emilio. Letter 4. Com Sehana family. Emilio, what does that mean? Good question. It means smile forever. I learned it from a new friend. It's been forever since my last letter. My Fuemigos and I are marching on, meeting so many new people and seeing so many new things. First, did you know there's a lady made of plants in the jungle? I heard a lot of whispers about her in the last village, but I thought it was just scary stories for babies or something. Boy, was I wrong. I actually saw her one night. She was covered in petals and vines and leaves and everything, but her little seed friends looked really sharp. Don't worry, Mama, Papa, I didn't go say hi, but I kind of wish I had. Also, I saw a mountain, or at least a giant moving rock. I noticed it through the trees, and I was so confused because it wasn't on my trusty map. So I went to investigate, and it seemed like a normal rock mountain until I noticed it had a face, and it was moving. I really wanted to say hi, but I think it would have stepped on me if I tried. Next time, maybe. I made a new best friend, too. Her name is Nico. She's so cute and nice and can shapeshift. She tried to play a prank on me by turning into me, but my Fuemigos knew it was a trick. I'm so proud of them. So yeah, Nico smelled Nidalee's paca on me and wanted to investigate. Apparently, they're super duper close. Also, Mama, Papa, I promise I shower every night. Well, most nights. I learned a lot from Nico, like how to say a bunch of new things and how she's trying to form a tribe for anyone who needs a home. I wish I could help her, but I gotta join the Yuntal first. Maybe one day. I've been traveling through Ixtal for so long now, it feels like I never run out of new things to see. Every day is fun and different, even if the jungle floor still isn't all that comfortable. Anyway, me and my Fuemigos are pooped. It's so late here. What time is it for you? How's my new niece? I can't believe I'm not the baby of the family anymore. Tell Tomasin that she better be talking to the animals every night. They sleep better after you read them a bedtime story. Lupe, I'm almost at Exalcan. I'm training every day so I can face the Vidalian and make you proud. Also, I'm doing okay, I promise. I'm big and strong, so you don't need to worry about me. Love you all. Your best friend, Milio. And letter five. Greetings from the Xaokin family. Can you believe I finally made it? I was starting to think I'd be traveling through the jungle forever. Is it weird? I kind of miss it. There's so much to tell you, but now that I can write to you every day, I'll send even more letters about what I'm up to in the capital. The capital is huge. Lupe, I can't believe you used to live here. I've already gotten lost a couple times. Oops. Everything is ginormous and there are a ton of people. I've seen so many things and learned a bunch of new ways to use the Axiomata too. At first, I was worried about finding a place to stay, but a super kind family took me in. 
They're earth elementalists and use the axiomata to make ceramics. Isn't that amazing? They're letting me stay in their spare room for free as long as I help them with chores in their ceramic shop. Good thing I got, I've got lots of practice helping people. Even though Xauken is so different from our cozy village, there are some things that remind me of home, too. All the people in my neighborhood are really friendly and welcoming, almost like a family. And there's a daily market nearby with food that tastes almost like mama's. Almost. I keep getting this weird feeling in the pit of my stomach, though, kind of like when I was back with the Pakiti, and they were all play hunting and tracking me through the forest, but I feel it here. I mean, it's probably just me getting used to my new life, right? Anyway, I'll be facing the Vidalion any day now. Until then, I'm going to keep training and exploring. Wish me luck. Love you all. Milio, the Vidalion's next challenger. Gotta keep moving forward. Wow, okay. So we get a lot of name drops in there. So in his journey through the Ixtal jungle, he comes across Nidalee. Uh, he <laughs> witnesses Malphite moving around. Uh, he sees uh, Zyra one night, and then he meets Nico. So a lot, just about all the champions that we've discussed previously here, uh, except for Kiana. And, you know, maybe he'll run into her too, because, uh, you know, she has control over elements as well. And so that's, that's cool uh, that they kind of knew what they were doing or knew kind of what they wanted to go for when they were writing this and kind of um, n not an ending or, or not like something to like kind of necessarily th throw it all together, but um, it's nice to have a, a story that does like acknowledge that these all kind of coexist together instead of just like Nico and Nidalee like having a storyline together, right? It's like, Oh, no, like, other people are aware of all of these other people, too, uh, which is cool uh, to see, and it just, doing that doesn't hurt their individual stories, but it also um, opens it up to, you know, them having a story with, where they do something with uh, Milio, uh, regardless of, you know, their other relationships so it's you know there's no like losing that there's nothing that was lost by them you know including all these other characters on his journey uh it can literally only help uh the situation from a lore writing standpoint if they're planning on expanding it in the future um but that was cool to see and he seems like a very uh cheerful guy and definitely uh, after reading those, stand by my uh, definitely a Disney character esque champion, uh, especially kind of with like the whole like element control thing. Um, I know I mentioned Coco earlier. You know the grandma there is kind of the similar to like I guess Lupe here. Um, the difference being Coco's family failed to like kind of control or have any powers of their own. Uh, except for him, whereas with um, Coco, it's kind of reversed, right? Uh, the one doesn't have powers, whereas everyone else does. But um, yeah, that will do it for uh, Milio, Milo, however you want to say it. And uh, we'll finish up next week uh, with our last champion. And um, 
then we will um, do some, maybe some other things. Uh, MSI has, the Midseason Invitational has started. Uh, it started uh, today on May 2nd. So there will be some storylines to talk about with that. And uh, we'll go from there. So thank you all for listening. And uh, I hope to uh, have you tune in again next week. My fire might look scary, but don't worry. It's totally safe.